How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 27 Chapter 2 This is Season 27 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 2. In this episode, we will be analyzing the bare experience of a cooperative respectful exchange. As described in previous episodes, an inhibited action produces a dissonant consensuality where that inhibited action is expressed, a parallel reality. To some degree, certain individuals are capable of perceiving multiple levels. This means that to some degree our consciousness is capable of perceiving the multiplicity inherent to such an exchange. When two people are communicating respectfully, they take turns expressing meaning. This means they must inhibit their responses to an applicable window of expression. Between these windows are periods of inhibition, during which time a parallel reality is produced, overlaid upon the expression of the other. The nature of the expression coincident with these inhibitory spaces need not be objective, so to speak, but rather betrays a personal component intrinsic to the bare emotional reactions of the object. In effect, what I am saying is, a mind cognizant of the multiplicity inherent in two dissonant consensualities will perceive a narrative which possesses non-consensual components. These components will be reflected as an afterimage of the actual expressions of the subject, occurring during the period of inhibition. The non-consensual bleeds through the consensual, implicating the peculiar self-negating narratives held by the object. This, bleeding, will mean that bursts of non-consensual self-judgments will infiltrate the double narrative expressed, to the perception of the object. From the standpoint of judgment, we have explained how our judgments of others become the limitations they place on us. Just as our conjoined experiences with others are effectively projections based upon the filtering of their identity through a lens of attachment. So, others' ability to exist in our consensuality is a construct of our limitations, created by what we consent to experience, not a true intersection of them in an objective sense. The duplicitous layers of an exchange, created by our experience of the non-consensual dissonant consensuality where our inhibited impulses are expressed, bleed through as the affirmation of the inhibited impulse which permits the experience of the dissonant consensuality. On another note, it can be said that the potentiality required to switch from one reality to another, from one parallel consensuality to another, is a separate quantity. One does not merely jump from one parallel reality created by inhibition to another. Something is required, some kind of potentiality, some fuel, some propellant. The nature of this propellant is unknown to the author, but we hypothesize it may be implicated in the parallel systems of the mind. There is a high point of potentiality, akin to a ramp which produces the potential energy necessary for a rolling ball, which is prerequisite for the leaping from one parallel universe to another. When we have observed it thus far, said potentiality has been irrigated by the ordinary patterns of the author. We know that that potentiality is linked to the perception of multiplicity because linear thinking, described by the mathematics of science, impairs the development of said potentiality by impacting the momentum of the corresponding thought processes. Tangential thought, thought which perceived multiple levels of meaning, multiplicity, is all anathema to the linear processing of a physical scientific objective mathematical process. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, 
comment and subscribe.